You are listening to the 13th episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so much for tuning in to Talk and Rock with GMH. Um, I can't believe it. It's been 13 whole episodes. Um... First off, I'd like to apologize for the delay on this episode. Um, I will make sure to continue. Uh, I'm definitely going to continue to upload episodes on either Friday or Saturday, probably, usually usually Friday. All right, so the song of the week this week is Don't Tell Me How to Live by Monster Truck. Well, first off, Monster Truck, what a great band. Uh, they're from Hamilton, Ontario, um, and they're a four-piece and honestly, I just really love their sound. Um, they're able to get across with a bit of a bluesy, um, classic rock sound mixed with, you know, a little bit of everything Southern rock. Um, I can definitely see some metal inf- influences uh, with their drums. But anyways, just such a great song, Don't Tell Me How to Live. Um, gr- great lyrics. Their singer's got a wonderful voice and such a amazing range and um i really like how this band includes definitely like riffs that you would hear from 70s and 80s rock songs um it's very cool to be able to hear that in such a modern band so i definitely recommend you listen to monster truck they are such an underrated band um with so many great tunes uh so yeah that's the song of the week Hey guys, so today our special guests on the podcast are um, Ashton Perry and Jordan Bergen uh, from the Winnipeg metal band uh, Murder Capital. How are you guys? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, So the first question is, um, you guys individually, what are the uh, main music projects that you've been involved with? Uh, so for me personally, I'm a total noob. Uh, I'm still new to the whole band music thing. So Murder Capital is actually the very first band I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Jordan is uh, definitely a lot more experienced than I am. But. Me and our other guitar player, Kate, actually used to be in a band called Ruins together. That was that went on for quite a bit. And before that, I was in some bands in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Um, and where are you guys from? Uh, I'm, 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 we're in Winnipeg. Uh, Jordan is out in the boonies, out in Morden. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, an hour and a half south of Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. So, Jordan, how long have you been playing music for? Oh, man. I've been playing guitar for probably... Shit, like... 12 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. And um, Ashton, do you play any instruments or do you just uh, do vocals? Nope, I just yell into a microphone. I am <laughs> not a professional musician by any means. <laughs> um, so that, so how did that come to be? Uh, me doing vocals? Or? Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it was just, uh, 
I tried picking up the guitar when I was like 12 or 13. I took a couple of lessons. Uh, to this day, I can still play like the basic shit. Like I can play like a Green Day song guitar. But yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, so I just couldn't commit to it. So then uh, I started, you know, I was listening to uh, older bands that I liked, like just in the car or whatever. And I would just try to mimic them and scream and whatnot. Uh, and then I did like a couple of vocal covers videos on Facebook. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just kind of vibed with it and went with it. And yeah. So um, you can definitely hear from listening to your uh, music that a lot of work did go on to developing um, your scream sort of. Um, what was that like? Uh, for me, honestly, I don't really get into the the science of doing vocals. Like I've looked up tons of tutorials online and yeah. things like that. You know, everyone says like, oh, like, you know, drink hot tea or do this. So I'll do like warm ups before a show or before I'm going to record. Uh, for me, honestly, I don't really know how I do it. I just kind of, you just practice, practice, practice. And it, it's something that just kind of comes to me. Yeah. Like I've tried doing different techniques and whatnot. I know everyone, everyone says like the whole, the whole, uh, hot running tea type thing and literally every time uh, before i've done vocals where i'll go drink a tea i'll literally just puke <laughs> halfway halfway through a song or whatnot so i stopped yeah. doing that um so yeah i just drink room temperature water making sure i'm doing warm-ups and just practice 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 yeah um and you guys who are some of your fa- uh who are some of your biggest inspirations in music that inspired your band and the music that you play uh definitely stuff like the acacia strain uh kublai khan a lot of like the will putney uh metalcore inspired stuff yeah. i feel like uh, not to chirp on winnipeg like winnipeg definitely does have a lot of great bands and so much talent here but i feel like uh within winnipeg there's not a lot of like beat down metalcore fiberthy type bands yeah. that's yeah. one of the main reasons why i wanted to start uh this kind of band to kind of get that going so yeah. just uh, a lot of those type of bands inspired uh, a lot of what Murder Capital is today. Yeah. And what about, uh, what about you, Jordan? Uh, definitely Slipknot for sure. Um, this band called King 810. They're pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. And um, so how long has your band been together? Oh, man. Um, the band originally started with just uh, me and Jordan, actually. I think it was back uh, near the end of, like, 2017. Uh, right. I posted, like, a, a silly little vocal cover video up on Facebook uh, that I did in my friend's basement. He filmed it. Uh, yeah. It was a song called The Box by The Last 10 Seconds of Life. And uh, it was a really goofy video. Like, vocally, I think it did okay. But, like, it was just me doing goofy stuff, like right. singing the song with, like, a fidget spinner bouncing on my nose and <laughs> whatnot. So Jordan saw the that video. Was pretty cool. <laughs> Jordan saw the video and he really liked it. Uh, I didn't know, I had no idea who he was, but he just randomly messaged me and he was like, Hey, I like the video. Yeah. Um, do you want to, would you be interested in starting a project or something sometime? So Jordan was sending me some clips of stuff he's written and I've really, I really dug it. And, right. uh, he was like, Oh, like, uh, yeah. Would you want to come down to my place and, uh, jam and get to know each other and whatnot? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then he told me, uh, yeah. So I live in like Morden. And I was like, what the fuck, Where the is, fuck is that? Yeah, like, <laughs> so I look up and it's like an hour and a half away. And I'm like, oof, man, I don't know. I don't even know this guy, right? But uh, yeah. I just went for it and uh, I drove down there. And uh, I didn't know, I had no idea if he was like a murderer or a serial killer or, you know, he's going to hide my body in his closet or something. Uh, but I got there and the, the vibes were good and we got to know each other really well. And uh, yeah. we started hitting it off and uh, started writing some stuff. 
uh, it got to the point where we had enough material where we were like, oh, we should start looking for other members to join up on this project. Yeah, um, and how did the other members join? Did you just um, start playing with other people and you eventually decided who would be the best for the band or what? Uh, basically, uh, so that was me and Jordan got together like late 2017. So I think, I it was think around we got Peyton first, right? Peyton first, yeah. So it was 2018 in the summer. And uh, I've known Peyton uh, just from the local scene. Like he's played in a bunch of bands Right. Uh, before we'd, we'd hang out and see each other at house parties and whatnot and he was always telling me like oh let's get together let's jam let's get together let's jam so when it came time to look for a drummer i was like oh well i know peyton's down so uh we brought peyton into the the morden jam space in uh, jordan's right. house that's how peyton joined up and then uh peyton was also in another band with our bass player dakota uh back in the day so when we were looking for a bass player that was easy uh peyton just recommended dakota and uh, we all we all knew dakota beforehand too which worked out really well. So he came down and started jamming. Right. Um, so yeah, so we were started out as a four piece and this was probably back early 2019 uh, when we had the four piece going, we started playing some shows. Um, we dropped our first single slash music video, uh, No Clarity up on Sign Worldwide. Uh, I think pretty much almost exactly a year ago um, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then, yeah, and then uh, after that, uh, we were looking for another guitar player just to kind of fill things in. And uh, my buddy Cade, uh, who Jordan was also in a band with, as you mentioned, uh, he uh, used to live in Winnipeg, uh, but then he joined the army and got transferred to Toronto. And then uh, luckily he got transferred back uh, late summer of 2019. And as soon as he got back, I'm like, Cade, no ifs, ands, or buts, you're going to be in the band. I don't care what you say. And he was like, okay. (laughs) And then he joined up and that's how we got the, the full lineup as it is today. Yeah, well, um, so what are some of the coolest experiences or shows that you've done as a band? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think Black my favorite shit was pretty sick. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, Corey Thomas, a popular promoter at Ninja Cat Productions in Winnipeg, uh, he hit us up last minute. And uh, I guess uh, yeah, touring, uh, touring bands that are coming through, Black Crown Initiates, uh, what were the other bands joined? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Black Crown right right there because they're fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, it was like a full, like, tech death uh, type tour package. And one of the uh, touring bands dropped last minute. Uh, so yeah. Corey Thomas hit us up and he was like, hey, would you guys like, like to open? And we were like, hell yeah. Uh, so we played that show and uh, for me personally it was a huge deal uh, playing the park theater i don't know yeah. if you're aware of that venue but it's a fantastic venue and for me that was a, a really big milestone for the band being to play that yeah um, i think my favorite show we've done of all time was our ep release show uh for the bdp uh, you know we're still like a newer younger band so i wasn't yeah. sure what to expect for us like headlining doing our own like ep release show but we had over I think it was like 130, 140 people came and showed up and bought merch. And it was just a blast. The show went really well. And they all ended up staying around for us too at the end, which was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. And where, and where was that? Oh, that was at the Bulldog. Yeah. Uh, we play there most, I think. So. Um, so. Yeah. So. Um, do you guys have any, have any advice for, um, for young or beginner musicians? Ooh, yeah. Um, 
I think the best way to get up and running is just play shows, meet people, get involved. Um, I think another thing too, it kind of depends on what kind of band you want to go for. Like if you want to be in a band that just plays like dive bars every weekend, that's totally fine. I'm not shitting on that. Like that's cool. But I feel like if you want to, you want to be in a band that's going to rise up and start touring internationally and getting big and like, you know, making money and doing it for a living. I think one of the uh, most important things is like the business aspect of it. I feel like there's definitely a lot of bands out there that, <laughs> you know, not to talk shit, but don't really know what they're doing in that regard. And I think one of the most important things is learning like how to market yourself, um, yeah. how to represent yourself and whatnot. And I think that's going to be one of the keys that get you to rise up. Yeah. I don't know if Jordan has any other tips or advice, but. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just play shows, I guess. Just don't get take to know shit people. from people. Yeah. And seek out every opportunity you can. Yeah, I'd just say. put yourself out there, right? Exactly. Um, so you guys, um, what is your songwriting process like? Oh, man. Okay. So um, basically, we all work. Uh, we all have different uh, work schedules, especially me. I only ever get every second weekend off, basically, which sucks. So... We, fight, we kind of find uh, it's hard to get together all the time and write music. Uh, but usually, like for our EP, what we'd usually do is every second weekend I was, I was off, uh, we'd all get together and drive up to Morden and right. uh, basically write music in Jordan's basement. Uh, Jordan, uh, for the EP, uh, Cade wasn't really involved in the writing process for that, but uh, Jordan would basically write like the main like skeletons of yeah. the songs, if you will, the uh, spawn the fetus. And then uh, Dakota and Peyton would look at it and uh, pick it apart and uh, kind of add their own uh, mix into it. And once instrumentally the song is done, uh, yeah. I would write the lyrics and kind of plan everything out. And then uh, we record it. And then, uh, yeah, now that Cade's in the band, though, he also has a lot of experience writing and stuff. So now nowadays it's more just Cade and Jordan going back and forth and right. stuff like that. So. Um, so you guys have uh, one EP and two singles. What was? How did you guys record um those those uh songs uh yeah so for our first single uh no clarity i'm pretty sure that was all done at your house jordan wasn't it yeah yeah i think yeah. so it was recorded at my place for the uh the ep was the ep recorded at your house too no yeah, every, everything was tracked here i think besides, instrumentally besides yeah, vocals yeah. instrumentally everything was tracked at Jordan's and then uh I went up to Steinbach uh where Dakota our bass player lives and I did all the vocals there we made like a little miniature uh vocal booth nice uh, in his bedroom and we did it that way uh nowadays though it's uh it's a bit different uh I mean of course due to all this COVID stuff it's really hard to get together uh but fortunately I actually live with Cade now which oh. is really nice because me and can actually just write music whenever now and uh yeah we actually we turned our uh, we have a linen closet upstairs that we opened and took all the shelves out and we put a bunch of towels there and made our own little vocal booth there and uh half of kate's bedroom is basically a studio now so awesome <laughs> we've been doing a lot of the writing there yeah we were calling uh we're calling our house the, the murder cat mansion <laughs> so um so you guys i was i was thinking about this earlier but i forgot but you just reminded me now uh mm -hmm. with the Murder Cap Mansion. Um, how did you guys come up with uh, your name, Murder Capital? 
Uh, yeah, we were all sitting together and we were all trying to think of a name. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to do, I kind of wanted to put Winnipeg on the map a little bit more and kind of think of a name that kind of represents Winnipeg Yeah, in a way. Um, so we were all sitting together trying to think of uh, different ways we can think of a cool name that's good for a metal band and not corny that represents Winnipeg. So like we were thinking of different things that <laughs> it's exclusive to Winnipeg, like fucking Salisbury house or, you know, honey dill sauce. And obviously none of those would equate to a good band name. Right. Um, and then Peyton, our drummer, uh, his girlfriend, Alexis Whitford uh, was a part of the conversation. And she was like, well, isn't like Winnipeg the murder capital of Canada? You could probably do something with that. And I was like, bam, like right there. That's the name murder capital. So that's how the name uh, was formed. And, um, and what came, and was that inspiration for your song, uh, 204 on your album, I mean, on your EP? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. 204 was basically just a, it's basically just a big fuck you tough guy, hardcore song. There's nothing really too meaningful in that song. In that song, I just wanted a, an aggressive angry yeah. song like, that represented. Yeah. I know. guess it's a quick, um, but powerful opening. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really just meant to, to get people moving and, you know, open up our set with. So. And you guys, do you guys open um, with that song? We do. I think we've, we've opened with it every single time we've played. Uh, I think. Yep. So you guys could probably both answer this. So uh, individually, what are you guys' favorite songs to play live uh, with the band? I'll let you go first, Jordan. Um. It kind of varies. Um, it's either detox. Um, sometimes it's apostasy. Uh, I guess no clarity. Uh, I mean, that one we've been playing, like we've had that one around the longest, so it, right. it feels kind of old, but it seems to be a enjoyed one from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, for me, it's definitely Detox. I mean, that's that's still my favorite song that we've ever done. So I would definitely go with that. Um, no Clarity is also really fun to play live. Um, yeah, like Jordan was saying, it's an older song, but people still seem to go off for it when we play it. So it's always fun. Yeah. Um, and before we wrap this interview up, uh, is there anything you guys would like to add? Uh, if you're interested, uh, for listeners that haven't heard of us, uh, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the Twitter account isn't professional by any means. It's just me shit posting. So if you like good trolley, funny comment, go check it out. Uh, we have two music videos up on YouTube, uh, via slam worldwide, uh, one for our first single, no clarity and one for detox. Uh, our full album stream is also up on YouTube as well on Sun Worldwide. Uh, we have merch for sale on our Bandcamp as well. If you want to go check that out, we still have a couple shirts left. It would mean a lot if you would pick something up. And uh, yeah, we do have some new stuff uh, along the way. I don't want to spoil too much, but we have a, a couple, uh, couple of new unique content we're putting out. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast for the interview. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah thank you. Appreciate um, it. Um keep up with the great music you guys rock. Um and yes, just thanks. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. All right. Well, thank you so much um for tuning in to this episode. Um thank you to thank you to Murder Capital, um the band that we interviewed today. Go check them out um on social media, Instagram, 
um, and also make sure you make sure to go check them out on their music on um, all major streaming platforms, Spotify, you name it. And uh, yeah, thank you. Shout out to them for coming on um, the podcast. And yeah, let's talk and rock. It's talk and rock with GMH.